0: Now, the standards applied by courts to negligence claims under cervical screening programmes should reflect the reality of cervical screening and consider the inherent limitations of screening. So says the World Health Organisation in a review of Ireland's screening programme. And I'm joined now by Sam Coulter-Smith, Chair of the Institute of Obstetricians and Gynecologists and former Master of the Rotunda. This is a really interesting intervention by the WHO, Sam. There are obviously concerns about the sustainability of our cervical screening programme here.
1: Hi, good morning. Um, i Yeah, the WHO were were uh, they reviewed the Irish um, screening systems uh, as a result of the cervical screening controversy back in two thousand and eighteen, and what they recommended is that there's a better communication strategy adopted to try and ensure that people understand that there is a there are benefits and there are limitations to screening. So that anybody who's going to undergo screening understands that there will be a certain number, a small number of interval cancers, there will be a small number of false positive, false negative. So screening is not perfect. And this applies to all screening programs, whether it's uh, cervical, breast, colon, um, all screening programs have limitations. And they were, were very keen that uh, every screening program develops a uh, communication strategy to
0: OK, because the, I suppose some of the issue is 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 that the, the HSE has lost some of the cases where, where they have appealed, uh, where they have suggested that the standard being applied by the courts is beyond, the I suppose, the reach of cervical screening. You know, this kind of idea that, that there, there will never be anything missed um, is, is where the courts, I think, are sort of uh, at. Uh, they, they, you know, they want absolute confidence, I think is the term that the courts use. Um,
1: and that's flawed. You know, there, there is no such thing as a perfect test and And when the the Royal Gynecologists came in and retrospectively reviewed the Irish screening program, they actually found that it was it, it, it wasn't out of sync with international norm.
0: So what you're saying is is that the Irish screening program and the amount of cases that have been missed over the years through our screening program is exactly the same as any decent screening program around the world that we, we we hit the same targets as everybody else because that I think unfortunately isn't necessarily the perception here. You still hear people say things that would suggest to me that they don't quite understand what happened with cervical screening here. Yeah,
1: and and I, it's not what I'm saying. It's what the, what, what the College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists said from the, the, the English college. And they, you know, they're a respected body that would, would, would have no skin in the game on, on this. So it, it's important, I think, that that we get the message out there that screening saves lives. That when you look at a population and the the incidence of of a disease in a population, that screening saves lives. But there will be cases that are, sad cases that, that are that are missed, and cases that occur between screening tests. And that 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 message is hugely important to get out there because I think there has been a crisis of confidence, and we we need to be very good about getting uh, that message out there that that screening does save lives. And
0: do we need to get that message out there for for people in general or do our courts need to perhaps and our justices need to understand that message too because it seems to me from from being just an observer on the outside is is that in the main anything that is missed in screening is perceived to be negligence even though that isn't the case.
1: Uh, I agree. Yeah, I, I think it's a communication to to all all vested interests, to 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 both the people who are who are doing the screening, so that the, they're they're providing information in ways that people can understand, and um, so that the population in general understands that, and, and then obviously the the people in the legislature and the people in the in the legal um, end of things need to understand fully as well.
0: Um. Is is there an issue, lastly, Sam, around sustainability of screening in this country? I know uh, I interviewed about a year ago the head of Breast Check and one of the things that was very stark in what she said was that the, the legal fees, the legal costs for, for Breast Check now defending itself against litigation run higher than the running costs of Breast Check nationally for the whole country. Uh, that seems flawed and Skewed to me that that I, it, did, it,
1: I didn't actually you know, I didn't actually know that yeah but
0: that's, um, that's uh, a deep concern it's absolutely. a shocking it's a shocking stark statistic but but mm-hmm. if the costs are now higher to defend it legally than it is to run it th- that does create a problem for for certainly health budgets and and, and for screening services here going forward
1: well it, it absolutely creates a problem for health health budget but the, the breast screening program the cervical screening program the colon screening program they all save lives so. They, they have to continue, um, and we have to find a way of managing the other piece um, so that the legal costs are, are, are reduced because that's outrageous, really.
0: Sam Coulter Smith, Chair of the Institute of Obs and Gyny and former Master of the Tunda, thank you for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.